professional wrestling is the one true sport. Other sports have their share of intense dramatic moments, but nothing can compare with professional wrestling. Welcome to Wrestling History X, where three friends come together to talk about the stories behind the matches. I'm Matt. I'm Super Destroyer number three. And I'm Paul E. Shangerously. <laughs> I love that mine are not part of my name at all, and yours, you always get your name in there somehow. Hey. It's a good gimmick. I hey. appreciate it. Jason Derulo isn't the only one that can sing about his name, damn it. Oh, I don't even know who that is. <laughs> Jason Derulo. Every song of his starts like that. Oh, okay. So that's, that's, cool. how you, that's, how, that's how you know if you're ever listening to one of his. Self-promotion. He's a real huckster. I appreciate it. Respect the hustle. Welcome to episode 91, ECW Hardcore TV. Woo! We're hardcore. No, there's no tag. <laughs> but that's it. Yeah. You have to drag out the core, though. This was the ninth episode of Hardcore TV produced by the ECW. It would air on June 1st, 1993, but it was filmed on April 3rd at Cabrini College in Radnor, Pennsylvania. That sounds like a real community college jam. Basically. <laughs> Maybe a tech school? I think I could learn how to weld there? Probably. No, not throwing any shade to welders, but Cabrini is a hell of a name. Cabrini at Radnor, even. Yeah. Actually sounds like a fancy like club or restaurant. Yeah, I think I could score weed in that parking lot. Absolutely. <laughs> cool. What else could we score in Radnor, Pennsylvania, Shane? Ooh, I'm sure they have, you know, the, the typical Philly, Pennsylvania lineup of cheesesteaks or soft pretzels. Cheese on a stick? Or chocolate. I don't know. But I decided to go with the that pretzel with the case. Of the, <laughs> oh, yeah, that was good. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's having flashbacks to the pretzel. Oh. Yeah, that was having flashbacks, sorry. The, the pretzel from the, the last episode that... Yeah, that was the last episode. Oh, I, I, that was the last episode. I mentioned episode. it oh, okay. in the episode. Yeah. What has it? Yeah. Dictated. That's right. But this time I decided to go a different route. Looked up popular Pennsylvania <laughs> foods. Root. <laughs> exactly. Jesus. And one of the things that it listed was that Pennsylvania is known for root beer. Is it, the, what's uh, their home brand? The is, it is it Dad's? It didn't specify, honestly. Oh, really? It just specified that while carbonated beverages were uh, originated elsewhere, the flavored carbonated beverages got their start in Pennsylvania with uh, one of the most popular being root beer. Mm. So, decided to... Uh, Switch it up a little bit. You know, couldn't just have basic Barks or A&W. We had to have a little wrestling-inspired or infused beverage. So, If you're at Philly and at a wrestling show in 93, chances are you're not straight edge. So what do you got here? Exactly. We've got uh, root beer, which is typically caffeine-free and non-alcoholic. Uh, but we have the Not Your Father's brand root beer. Does this have caffeine is, and alcohol in it? It has alcohol. Uh, it's like, um, it'd be awesome if it had caffeine in it, too. It's like sparks. Caffeine? I don't know. Probably but not. But I would like, way, I like I like the trashiness of adding caffeine and alcohol caffeine. to it. What? Only Mugs has caffeine. Uh, Barks does, too. Or is it Barks that has caffeine? Barks has Remember bite. when I think it was Mug uh, or Dad's bar- okay, root beer? It's Barks that has caffeine, Mug, and, came with, uh, and A&W dope. Remember when it was one of them back in the early 90s came with... Uh, 
like Bart Simpson stickers in like a twelve pack or whatever. I think that's the only reason I got, I wanted to buy. That may it have been Bart's. It could have been. It was one of the root beer companies. I remember that. This Bart one Simpson here is cool. the uh, the not your father's root beer, but it is an actual beer. But it has no real beer flavor to it. It tastes like straight up root beer. So no, this one's really good. Uh, I could easily pour this over uh, a couple scoops of vanilla ice cream and eat it as a root beer float. You could drink a few of them and not really even realize yeah. anything is is you wrong. Rot your teeth and your liver right. all in one bottle. Yeah, and your at the same damn time. Rot uh, your teeth and your liver with some root beer while you're rotting your brain with some uh, ECW. The this one's pretty good. <laughs> I had tried um, one of these before whenever they started doing like the root there was a root beer like alcohol fad maybe like mm-hmm. seven years ago or something it was a while ago yeah, it's a, it's but ago. i remember buying it as like a six pack out of it of it out of curiosity and i drank half of it and i was like this is gross but this one is pretty <laughs> enjoyable uh the other one it was one of those things where it's like Ooh, it just didn't work but this ain't bad yeah and also root beer is one of those things you can't just drink it on a regular basis, you have like one root beer a year, and it's really good. Pretty I do much, beer. yeah, yeah. I do too, but I feel like it's a special event soda. Not for me. I don't That's feel like it's, it's not every. Kind of my everyday. I it mix it up with you know different flavor strengths, like you know sometimes. Is there a, I'll, not I'll your father's a... sarsaparilla? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to do a deep dive on that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for me, root beer, I, I, I bounce around between the different brands because sometimes I want a Barks that has just a little bit more of a, a harsh, stronger flavor oh, to yeah. it. And then sometimes I want the... More uh, of the Coke to your the Pepsi. A&W that you know, has a, a milder, more vanilla taste to it. Yeah, it's... You guys are connoisseurs. Hey, and I grew I up... I appreciate it. I tried something weird recently, the Dr. Pepper with cream soda in it. I don't even really like Dr. Pepper, but it was... Different enough and kind of nice, but Dr. Pepper is also one of those things where, like, I don't really like it, but one a year is nice. You want a nice little treat? Go to go to Sonic and get yourself a uh, a cherry vanilla Dr. Pepper. Oh, that sounds like it tastes like chapstick, <laughs> but maybe I'll like it. It's pretty delicious. Yeah, it is. I also like adding mango to my strawberry limeades. Oh, all right. It's very tasty. Mango's good. Yeah, I like I think mango. Maybe we should just start a, a soda show. <laughs> SodaCast. Yeah, yeah. Episode one. Uh-huh. At one point, I wanted to do one that was just about snack cakes. Saturday night snack cake, snack cake review is what I wanted to call it. <laughs> I almost brought tasty cakes because that was one of the things that was listed oh, really? as a, a Pennsylvania staple was tasty cakes. Mm-hmm. Tasty cakes are good. I think tasty you can get them around here now. Yeah. I feel like sometimes some of those weird things, like there's one company that makes like the. Have you ever had a Funny Bone? I have not. A Funny Bone's like a chocolate cake type. It's in the shape of a Twinkie, but it's got chocolate on the outside of it and in the middle it's got like peanut butter filling it's brutally good but uh yeah there's it i think it it might be drake's i don't know yeah. but it's something that's not around here you can't get drake's like ring no. things for the longest time i didn't know what the hell they were you can what get entomans like coffee cake entomans, here right yeah. yeah that i don't think you used yeah. to be able to though yeah sorry snack cake <laughs> that's for the that's for our sister show sounding like we're high yeah. instead <laughs> Not I, I promise. <laughs> Let's talk about something that happened around the same time as this show. Mm-hmm. The greatest video game movie of all time would be released the weekend before Super Mario Brothers. I love this movie. Bob Hoskins, man. I love Bob Hoskins, of course. Uh, and, of course, this movie is famous for having like a shit show of a production. And I think it was mostly just the crew and like Bob yeah. Hoskins. And they all said it was a shit show, just like... and. 
the pest. I can't think of his name. John Leguizamo. Yeah. Just getting drunk the whole time. I personally think that this movie is a fucking blast. Oh, yeah. It's so much fun. To it watch. also has the, one of the best uh, villain actors of all time, Dennis Hopper. Mm-hmm. I mean, him as King Koopa. Goofy, but, uh, you know, he had to... You had to make your weird comeback like this and like Waterworld. Hey. He didn't really get his full comeback until like Speed. Yeah, but uh, hey, if it wasn't for Super Mario Brothers, he may not have found his way to Speed. <laughs> I mean, one of the, the best movie, mo- the movie, the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He'd already been using Speed, guys. Don't worry about that. Probably why he was blacklisted from Hollywood. Yeah. But he get. I guess he kind of had that a little bit of that comeback. I mean, one of my favorite movies and one of his best performances, especially as a villain. Frank Booth and Blue Velvet. Oh, yeah. But uh, that's a whole horrific thing, whereas Super Mario Brothers is a very fun, very bizarre movie. It doesn't have a, a whole lot in common with the... It's gritty and weird. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. You don't like this movie? I have never oh. watched this movie. I've seen it so many times. Although I will disagree with Matt. I don't think it's the best video game movie. I was being facetious. I wasn't sure if you liked it or not, so I was couldn't I, tell. I really it. enjoy it. I'm not saying... I'm, I was being facetious that it's a great movie. Yeah, yeah. It's, I, it's fun. I think the best it. video game movie. Don't don't go in thinking that it's going to be a great movie. No, it's very fun. <laughs> it's a good uh, good casual watch. Yeah. Maybe uh, a, a good like friend watch. Maybe yeah. some wacky tobacco. You got nothing better to do. It's cold sitting outside. Sit down with three of your friends, make fun of it while yeah. you're watching it. But I legitimately enjoyed it as a kid, but I liked a lot of mediocre shit as a kid. Yeah, I never got around to watching it just because the did, previews looked way too corny for me. Did and... either to bring it kind of back to wrestling a little bit? Did either one of you ever see the Super Mario Brothers TV show with Captain Lou Albano? Yeah. as Mario. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Of that. I remember the cartoon one better because there was two. Well, it was or was it, it was live of... action and then it, they cut two cartoons? Yeah, yeah. I, I vaguely remember that one, but I think there's another. One that's like just cartoon. Uh, maybe. But I think, but either way, I do remember that. But as a kid, I didn't know who Captain Lou Albano was. I do remember that one. Did he have the ear, face earring? He the cheek didn't. earring? No. I, know I he think didn't. he had an earring. Of course he, he didn't, didn't have, have, face have the face earring. earring. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was almost once uh, cast in a movie with John Leguizamo. Oh, yeah? I, I was. The Pest that too? Close. No. <laughs> Spawn? No. Spawn, but white? <laughs> Another Hollywood whitewash. To Wong Fu, thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. <laughs> really? In small town Nebraska, and 16-year-old Shane got out there and auditioned and got a callback and nice. got another callback. That's cool. To Wong Fu's a good movie, too. Almost. Never seen To Wong Fu. I've wanted to watch it. Almost got to be a, a punk kid in the town where John Leguizamo was one of the drag queens. That's cool. That is cool. Yeah. Old, uh... Michael Vartan, there we go. He's the one who got the part that I auditioned for. Oh, I don't know who that is. Never been kissed. He was the teacher. Are you always like, Michael Michael Vartan? Vartan. Yeah. Yeah. You can't enjoy a Michael Vartan performance to this day? Yeah. That's awesome. Aliens is such a good show, dude. My favorite video game movie? First Mortal Kombat movie. It's perfectly Mortal Kombat. It is just set pieces of people fighting. It's cool. Christopher Lambert is uh, Raiden. Pretty awesome. The teacher from, what is it? The teacher from Billy Madison playing Sonya Blade and killing that guy with her thighs. Probably a pretty uh, awakening yeah, moment for me Wilson. as a child. Yeah. So Mortal Kombat. And also, like, my mom didn't want me to see it, but my dad rented it for me and my friends. We watched it like five times that weekend. Uh, I'm going to give a shout out to uh, Street Fighter 2 
the legend of Chun Li. Chun Li is that good? It's the first Street Fighter movie is, bana- is it's bad, banana is bad, but I like it. The second one is even crazier, but it has uh, it has its, its moments. It's like based barely the second one because it's yeah. so far removed. But technically, the best video game movie is probably Sonic the Hedgehog. Have you seen it? So much fun. Really? I still never watched. So it. much. I, fun. I just haven't. I couldn't. If he's not fat, then I don't want Doctor. I don't want a skinny Doctor Robotnik. That's crazy. <laughs> Jim Carrey is great. Is he Doctor Robotnik? I honestly down, I just downloaded um, Sonic Mania, which is like a new Sonic game that looks like a one from Sega. Mm-hmm. Really fun playthrough. I've uh, had quite the blast because I'm a huge fan of Sonic the Hedgehog too. Anyway, well, let's find out if we're fans, big of, this fans of this show. We've been gabbing for a reason, guys. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We get the Sports Channel logo, which is the the, t- the TV station in Philadelphia that the show comes on. Before the Eastern Championship Wrestling logo and video showing highlights from ECW. I know. I keep waiting for it to be extreme, <laughs> and it keeps being Eastern. We still got a. We still got about know, a year or so. I know. I know. Jay but I didn't know that. Jay Sully and Stevie Wonderful welcome us to the show. And they, I don't know anything about these two guys. Couldn't yeah. find anything about them. So. Nobody should be calling themselves Stevie Wonderful. There's one Stevie Wonder. Nobody, Back off. Nobody with the personality of Jay Sully should be in front of a camera. <laughs> I, the one thing I did find was Jay Sully, the only reason he was is because he had a big announcing voice and he was a friend of someone. That's why he got this job. Hmm. So that tells you a whole lot about the production of ECW at this time. <laughs> they start talking about the Suicide Blondes winning the tag belts the week prior. They preview what we're going to see during the show. Maybe we'll see the Dangerous Alliance and a world title match. Pauly dangerously then shows up, and we haven't seen him since Clash 21, episode 78. Since Medusa kicked his ass. Yeah. Yep. Paul tells Stevie... He should go be the director for the show, and he's going to stay and be the commentator for the evening. Sully then sends us to highlights of the tag team title match, but it ends up being the entire match. So, so here we go. first match, the Suicide Blondes of Sir Jonathan Hotbody and Sir Christopher Candido versus Tony Stetson and Larry Winters. For the ECW Tag Team Championship. If you're, if you're the Suicide Blondes, why is there Sir in front I of your name? I was wondering that same thing. Such a weird dichotomy. No clue. Uh, but if you're the Suicide Blondes, why aren't you blonde? True. I mean, I are they just taking the piss of the, the, the Hollywood, Hollywood Blondes? Blondes? Probably. I mean, yeah. Christopher Candido is a hardcore Hall of Famer. He's an ECW legend, guys. Yeah, he's Christopher Candido. This is the name that I recognize out of these four guys. Yeah. The match is joined as Tony Stetson and Larry Winters run the blondes into each other to knock them out of the ring. Candido calls for a timeout while Hot Body is giving a double arm drag. And the blondes regroup. Monkey Flip by Winters begins running the ropes and Chris looks for a monkey flip of his own, but Larry stops and stomps on his head. Stetson with a double throat thrust on Candido knocks Hot Body off the apron and a jumping clothesline on Chris then throws Johnny out of the ring as he comes in to break up the pin. Recent trend I've noticed? The double throat thrust is on its way back as we've been watching recently. I think it's more popular than the Irish whip. (laughs) 
Shade thrown. Winters takes over on Candido, hitting a super kick, headbutt to the gut, and an atomic drop that sends Chris into the corner, where he's ping-pong punched between the two. The blondes take over after running Larry's head into the turnbuckle, hop body with a vertical suplex and a side slam for a two count. Another head slam into a turnbuckle, and Candido hits a leg drop. The blondes with quick tags until Winters hits a DDT on a telegraph back body drop by Hot Body. It's mean smooth move, right? Both men are searching for tags, but they go to the wrong corner each until they find each other in the middle for Winters' clothesline. That's cute. Back body drop by Larry and charges into a corner with a splash, but Johnny pulls the ref in between them to tank the brunt of the move. Ref bump. Everybody's brawling for a moment with Candido taking Stetson to the floor while Hotbody cradles up Winters, but the ref is still down. Chris wraps his fist with a chain, but Larry escapes Johnny's hold and begins fighting with Candido, and Hotbody grabs the chain, nailing Winters to make the cover for the pin and, and the win. And new! Why are the chains, anytime somebody wraps a chain around their fist... Why are the chains mad pussy? They just look like like the thinnest like they look like like a fifty cent necklace out of like a capsule machine. It's never like a belt like a belt chain or like a bicycle chain. This yeah. is ECW. What do you think they can afford, man? Yeah. <laughs> a bicycle chain? Steal it off one of the kids that rode their bike up there. Hercules let him borrow it. He'd the, probably uh, let you have it. Hercules had the big chain trademark, so Yeah, yeah, it was T M. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they never like, you know, just it's we know it's a work so like just make the chain big instead of these like little they look like shitty like dad necklaces fuck anyway we get our second match super destroyer number one ah my old brother my oldest brother with hunter q robbins the third versus wild man sal bolamo wild man controls early on with right hands and a headbutt but Destroyer starts working the leg of Sal to gain the advantage. Balamo with a snapmare, knee drop to the head, but Destroyer comes back with an eye poke in right hands. Back elbow and Destroyer locks on the chin lock, only for Wild Man to escape, trying to rip the mask off the Destroyer, before hitting a drop kick and a splash for a two count. Destroyer 2 hits the ring and they attack Balamo when Tommy Cairo runs into the ring, delivering right hands to fend off the Destroyers. But it's too much until Sal is able to recover, and the two force the Destroyers out of the ring. Cairo pats Wildman on the back, but Balamo just turns and delivers a clothesline to knock Tommy Cairo down. So the winner of this match was Wildman Sal Balamo by DQ. Balamo, what a last name. Who's, where's, who's Cairo? Hmm... It just happened? It just be like that sometimes? Yeah. Okay. Especially on these kind of all right. shows. Alright, alright. I was like, wait, where did this guy come from? He, ca- he came him. from the back. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, I, and here he comes to the ring. I don't really know who Wild Man Sal Balamo is, so I... I Definitely I don't know Tommy Cairo. even clue of Tommy, Tommy Cairo. These are guys that we never hear from... Again. Ever again, once... This next match is over. <laughs> well, that's not true. <laughs> I mean... We see them for a little bit longer, but 
not in anywhere else. Other than yeah, Michigan. yeah, no um, significant name to fame. Yeah, no significant runs, no. wins, even losses. So our third match: Iron Man Tommy Cairo and Glenn Osborne versus Hot Stuff International. Of Hot Stuff, Eddie Gilbert, and Jimmy Superfly Snooker. Oh, I know those two guys. Also, shouldn't it be Iron Man Glenn Osborne, since he shares the last name with with the Osman Cometh? Maybe. I guess Cairo... Cairo got to it first. Cairo got to it first. Yeah, maybe maybe, maybe Glenn's not a metalhead. It might be a better fit on Glenn, (laughs) because apparently it didn't take much of a wild man to... uh, Lay out Tommy. Lay Cairo. out the Iron Man. I know he just took a. Still, they were losing, right? He'd already took the clothesline in the last match. Yep. He's already hurt, bruised up. But yeah, Snooker. Snooker will go anywhere. That's right. He's actually the TV champion mm-hmm. in ECW at this I mean, point. That's the smart move. If you got, if you got Superfly and a venue this small, and he and he'll come back. Put he's a also belt the on him. first ECW World Champion. Yeah. So it's the a smart part, choice, whether he's a murderer or not. Was he already a part of ECW when he came back as a legend on the... Yes. Okay. That was just a bigger paycheck. So Gilbert quickly sends Osborne to the floor, dragging him into the chairs, hitting several chair shots across the back as Snuka distracts the ref. Eddie then runs Glenn into the timekeeper's table, grabbing the hammer and nailing Osborne across the face. Starts choking him with the chair before rolling him back into the ring. Gilbert then grabs a soda can, pours it on Osborne, only for Glenn to, to then reverse an Irish whip and deliver a back body drop. He didn't sell the soda can? <laughs> no. <laughs> Man, look at that. An Irish it burns! Drop. Cairo hits a back body drop on Eddie as well to force him out to the floor to regroup. Dangerously leaves the announcer's table to go consult with Gilbert. Earlier when they were talking about the Dangerous Alliance, yeah. Hot Stuff International, Dangerous Alliance, it's all... Kind of the same. That's the tag that's thing. in the alliance or whatever. Yeah. But the dangerous alliance is just whoever he's partying with at the time. Basically. Pretty much. Whoever's the biggest name that he can get attached to himself because yeah. before you were a Paul Heyman guy, you were just part of the dangerous alliance. Yeah. yeah. Once back in the ring, Osborne with a double axe handle on Eddie, but Gilbert spits at Cairo to entice him into the ring. Which the ref stops, allowing Hot Stiff International to double-team Glenn. Snooka with a claw to the gut of Osborne. A scoop slam and starts choking him on the ropes. Gilbert then grabs another soda can and <laughs> nails Glenn in the head Are they soda multiple cans or beer times. Cans? They gotta be beer cans. I mean, they might be beer cans. Yeah. I mean, they came off the announcer's table, so maybe oh, they yeah. were soda cans. Yeah, Diet Mountain Dew, JR's there. It's Jay Sully. <laughs> I know. But then misses a second rope elbow drop. Cairo is in with another back body drop, a drop kick, and but misses a second one, allowing Eddie to hit a hot shot for the pin and the win. During that exciting match, I just thought of a very funny uh, comedy match, which is not really my favorite thing anyway, but a uh, double axe handle match where the guys get their uh, like hands, hands taped. taped together and then <laughs> and then they can only do double axe handles and try to cover each other but like without being able to do it like it, I think it would potentially be funny even though I don't want to see it it's very funny in my head King That's of Pro Wrestling Toriyanu <laughs> yes or like 2021 yeah yeah or like I don't there's probably some place that does 
some indie promotion that was hot at one point, and now they're all signed AEW that would have done that. Whatever. Uh, What's that Joey whatever Ryan's you, place called? Bar wrestling. Oh, bar wrestling, <laughs> or um, Joey Janela's thing, or even uh, Chikara Pro, or something like that, yeah. where Orange Cassidy came from. Yep. So we got our fourth match: Max Thrasher versus JT Smith. Thrasher's controlling early on with several headbutts while wearing a hockey mask. He finally takes it off only to deliver a fallaway slam. And all of a sudden it cuts to an ECW special announcement. Beep, 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 beep. Sully shows us highlights of a battle royal for the Pennsylvania State Heavyweight Championship where Stetson was eliminated by Winters. They were tag team partners early on in the show. I mean, what do you gotta do? You gotta do what you gotta do, man. You can only get yourself over. And then Stetson was knocked down by a big right hand. We then go to see the tag champs, the new ones, going against the Super Destroyers. My, where a my brawl brothers. Breaks out. We also see Snooka and Road Warrior Hawk, who we haven't seen since SummerSlam 92, episode 74, where the entire Dangerous Alliance comes out to attack Hawk. Oh, such a bummer for Hawk to be here. Snooka's a murderer, so I don't mind it. But Hawk. It makes me sad. <laughs> we see J.T. Smith and Dark Patriot battling up on a balcony, only for Smith to be knocked off and to the floor. And the um, easy insert ECW chant. We know that he's still alive because he was in the match yeah. that we were watching just a second ago. Yeah, and this is obviously like at the ECW arena because that's like up where yeah. the Joey Styles spot is. Yeah. The, the Styles oh position. Oh <laughs> uh, I mean, we obviously all love Joey, and we'll talk about him a lot in the future. But Sully tells us that we'll be able to see all these matches in the next coming weeks on Sports Channel Philadelphia. We won't be watching most of those, no, any of them. Mm-hmm. But don't forget about the Super Summer Sizzler Spectacular. Hosted by Sizzler. Which we will be watching in two weeks. Okay. And then it cuts back to the match that we started with. With JT giving mounted punches to Thrasher in the corner, Max then with a double leg takedown goes for the leverage pin, but the ref sees it. Bum, bum, bum. Thrasher's celebrating when the ref tells him he didn't win, which allows Smith to grab the double leg takedown of his own, and he gets the leverage corner pin for the win. <laughs> Goofy finish. Also, like, pretty wild. It's one thing to go to a commercial break uh, in the middle of your match, but having the, your own show go to commercial break in the middle of your match, yeah. okay, pretty brutal. Special news update. Yeah. yeah. How, does that, how does that make Max Thrasher and JT Smith feel when hey, they go to watch this they're trying to, I mean, they're like, all right, this will be the finish. Uh, by the way, your your match is a commercial break. Hey, guys, we're going to show a cooler moment from another match that you had yeah. where you fell well, off a balcony. Yeah, don't worry, JT, yeah. you're there. Believe me, we're making sure that this gets plastered because <laughs> people are going to, that's going to hook them. This, uh, you know, double so double cheek finish, <laughs> maybe not so much. Although, I do think that is very funny. I thought, so it, was my a, question. I thought it was a hilarious finish. Is Max Payne the cheap version of Max Thrasher, or is Max Thrasher the cheap version of Max Payne? I'm Thrasher has a husky mask. Thrasher is a cheaper version of Max Payne. I don't know. <laughs> I think they're both about worth, about, probably worth close to the same. I bet Max Payne gets paid more. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. But maybe Thrasher's uh, better at guitar. <laughs> we have a guitar off that's for pretty ECW right <laughs> so we're off to our fifth match Magnificent Don Morocco oh my god with Paulie dangerously of course Paul's right next to him 
versus the Sandman with Peaches for the ECW World Heavyweight Championship. And by the way, this is still uh, Wetsuit Sandman. Yes. Yes. Wet sand, if you will. <laughs> and because you were worried that Jay Sully was going to be all by himself, don't worry. Stevie Wonderful has rejoined commentary uh, for this I was match. hoping it would be Snooker, because that at least would be hilarious. Nice, we got somebody with a personality behind that microphone. Sandman starts us off going for a quick schoolboy for a two count, which Don complains with about a tights pool. The two men start trading right hands until Sandman manages to send Morocco out to the floor with a really bad-looking clothesline. <laughs> Back in the ring, Don with the Irish whip, but Sandman bounces out of the corner with another clothesline. Sandman with a sunset flip, and then a backslide for near falls. And again, Morocco rolls to the outside to regroup. Don with a low-blow mule kick to gain control of the match, hitting several knee drops, a knee lift, a falling fist, goes for a tombstone pile driver, only for Sandman to wiggle his way free onto the apron. Sandman's taking big right hands, but starts delivering some big lefts and a slingshot clothesline and cradling up Morocco for a two count. Sandman starts running the ropes when dangerously trips him up, and all of a sudden Peaches comes running around ringside, jumping onto the back of Paulie, which brings Rock and Rebel down to rip Peaches off and begins kicking her. <laughs> Who's Rock and Rebel? Yeah. Your guess is as good as mine. He's the man that kicks women. Apparently. He's an ECW favorite. <laughs> Rebel then rolls into the ring, only for the Sandman to connect with a DDT. Morocco and Sandman are tied up when the Magnificent One is thrown into the ref, tossed Rebel into the corner. Sandman applies the sleeper, only for Dangerously to come in and nail Sandman from behind with his cell phone. Aren't they smaller now? It's not so <laughs> He's got the same one. It's Paulie. He didn't buy a second one. Morocco ends up falling on top of Sandman. And the ref wakes up, makes the count for the pin, and the win. And new! Post-match... All of Hot Stuff International slash Dangerous Alliance, whatever the fuck you want to call yeah. them. They all come the, down all the to guys celebrate. that you have recognizable names. Exactly. With the exception of Sandman, come to the ring to celebrate. And Candido. Oh, yeah. Jay Sully comes over and he interviews them at ringside. And Morocco thanks everyone for the all the calls and letters. Everyone for the support. Doesn't know where they're at. Who, what do you mean? Like... He's like, here in... Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Where are we at? Yeah, yeah. Somebody drove me here. But He's at the... Um, the already forgot. Uh, something... Can, the Candy Community College of Pennsylvania, or whatever it's called. <laughs> but the Alliance is really happy, and Sully says his goodbyes as Paul E. sprays soda all over him. Woo! That sounds sticky. So I ask you gentlemen... What are your overall thoughts of Hardcore TV from June 1st of 93? What? Are you, are you pulling an Austin trick <laughs> yeah. on me? Yeah. Yes. I watched it. Uh-huh. Well, here, I'll just go for it. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. So, maybe watching these ECW shows wasn't such a great idea. Maybe not yet. Maybe we, um, maybe we jumped the shark. But they have to get better, right? 
I mean, I they'll, so. they'll definitely get more brutal, and that's cool. I mean, it's 45 minutes. Fun. You can, you yeah, can yeah. I'm just saying it was not the most fun 45 minutes no. that I've ever spent time on. Yeah. Uh, As you, you can tell, I didn't really have a whole lot to say about anything that happened here. Same. I didn't. There was not, like, granted, it's not the greatest quality video-wise, but uh, I, I just, it's not... that The handy cam show we watched was more entertaining, but it also had a main event that had funk funking it up. Yeah, unless you're just, like, wanting to watch the complete history of the ECW world title. Yeah. No. Just, just skip <laughs> Shane's this. Shane's not in. Just skip this show completely. Yeah, this is not a... Um, I had this more, is a, more fun talking about root beer than yeah, I did watching this show. And Mario Brothers. Um, this is a 1.5 uh, one-star heavyweight title match, which is a pretty brutal thing to say. Yeah. I almost gave it 1.5. I almost gave it a half, but wow. I was like, I'll give it one. Yeah, pretty much. Which is a bummer, because a heavyweight title deserves more than that. Doesn't always get it, but that's that's what it's, you. It needs to be. I need at least it to be like I don't. I don't know enough to really give things stars and mean it, but I need it to be at least like what I would consider like a three star match. A gentleman's three. A gentleman's three for it to be a heavyweight title match. <laughs> Good. Where, where's the smart marks at? All right. Fuck you. I think it's time we smark it up. Ooh, what are we talking about, boys? <laughs> Give me a best moment. You got to find at least one. The um, the joke of the double leverage pin. Oh dang it! You took mine. <laughs> well, you can have it too, because it's pretty funny. Um, Polly being the ball hog that he is, but you know, um, that's just who he is. So it's fine. Shane's scraping. Yep. Um. <laughs> I mean, we got to see uh, J.T. Smith fall off the balcony too. Oh <laughs> yeah, is J.T. Smith, the, like performer uh, yeah, of the night. The second, the second. Uh, uh, here we go. Okay, Superfly was wearing boots instead of being oh, barefoot. Oh, good pull. Good one. Um, <laughs> I will also say the comedy of the match being interrupted, interrupted by the news break. Heavy quotes by a news break for your own show. Well, we're going to move on to most disappointing. It's a news break of something that already happened with a guy that we already saw, so it's not a breaking news break because it's already happened. Yes. <laughs> so it's like, it's fucking idiotic, and that's funny yeah. to me. Well, we're going to move on to most disappointing, and I'm going to say the so same sweet. exact thing. Like, <laughs> it was just so weird. I was just like, It made, it was, made no sense, yeah. And the the like, logic and, was... And, and literally as soon as it came on, and it was like, okay, well, J.T. Smith and Max Thrasher, absolutely nothing. They yeah. mean nothing. Yeah, it was... Uh, so counterintuitive and like non, it it made it makes no sense to do that. The magnificent Morocco wins the Eastern Championship, whatever. Put a name on the put a name on the belt because Sandman doesn't have one. <sighs> I mean, we've had Morocco? we've had we've had Snooka, I mean, we've had yeah. Sandman, we've had Morocco. We'll have some more people in the future. That, yeah, that you'll recognize as that champion. Do we get Butch Reed? That would be sick. I don't think so. <laughs> I, I like Butch Reed. Okay, best performer. I already said it was JT Smith for me, just because <laughs> he had the two best moments of the show for me. I guess I'll give it to Snooko because he's the one that's the that has has been has proven himself in uh, before. So I guess by default, I'll give it to Paul E. He sure can shake that soda can. Mm. <laughs> 
anything surprising on the show? Can we watch it? Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you that one. Cheap, easy joke. I'll give you that one. But hey, man, even if it wasn't good, sometimes these 45-minute matches are good because... You know, yeah. breaking kayfabe. That way, when in we 20 record... years from now, when somebody's complaining about some show that they're watching, it's like, you know what? Back in my day, I had to watch this wrestling event called Hardcore TV from June 1st, 1993. The, but All I'm like... going to say is Bunkhouse Stampede. This show is like right there with it. It's pretty bad. The, like I said, breaking kayfabe sometimes... It's nice to have these uh, forty-five minute shows where we like can sit down and do a block of them because sometimes watching three big shows and then talking about them uh, mm-hmm. is is difficult. So these, you know, are kind of a uh, a breather, uh, a, a nice breather for sure. But this one was like huffing gasoline, and I'm not into huffing gasoline. Maybe like, uh, I mean, like I maybe that like you feel good at some point. Yeah, though. maybe like getting tripped in front of like an old truck's tailpipe as it like peels out. <laughs> I'm not sure. Making their way to the ring. It's trivia time. Woo! All right. Oh, this shit. is already my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> he complained about trivia before we started doing this. Did I? Yeah. You're I like, like all right, I don't know any of this stuff. I don't, but I mean, you know. But now he's in the lead, so. Yeah. Who doesn't like guessing? Loves it. That's true. There's no money on the line. Just singing at the end of the year. Oh, we have to sing. That was not good. I wanted. I need to win. So this week the category is pay per feud. We're back and it's time to play the feud. Let's have it. Feud. 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 Pay per feud. I will list the last five matches of a show, and you have to name the show and year that, that, the, show. Ma- that the matches are from. Yeah. The show and the year. The, the show, show and the year. Mm-hmm. So but, I can't just be like, it's Survivor Series. I have to you say. You have to give me the year Survivor as well. Series 1992. Correct. The points are based off when you make your guess. Ooh. So if you guess with the first match that I give. Are you going bottom you of the right, card? Or are you going all over? It's the last five matches of the card. So for one point, I will give you the main event. Oh, okay. The last five matches. The last five matches of the card. So... I'm going to give you the first match. It's five points if you get the show based off it. Mm-hmm. Goes down a point for each subsequent match that I give you. Yeah. The first match. Not the first match of the show. Yes. But the first match I'm going to give you. Yes. I get it. <laughs> the fabulous Freebirds of Terry Roberts, Michael Hayes, and Terry Gordy versus Ivan Koloff, Manny Fernandez, and Paul Jones. Shit. I don't know the year, but I have an idea for the show. That's the problem. Yeah, I don't have either one yet, so. Okay. Moving on. Uh huh. Next mm-hmm. one. Okay. Dusty Rhodes versus Tully Blanchard in a lights out barbed wire ladder match for $100,000. What the hell show was this? I don't have the show. See, I gotta remember some of these fucking names. Mm. No, I still Moving don't on. have it. Yeah. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Okay, for three points, Ric Flair versus Jimmy Garvin in a title versus one night with Precious steel cage match for the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship. If I guess, does he just get points? No, you still have to get it correct to get points. But I only get one in? Yeah, you only get one guess. 
Keep it going. Moving on. Yeah. Okay. For I two, just don't know what you're For two points, Rock and Roll Express versus the Midnight Express in a title for title match for the NWA World and U.S. Tag Team Championships. And this still isn't the last match. Nope. There's still one more match. Well, I'll just guess because I don't think I have it. I'll go Starcade 86. Incorrect. I didn't think it was right. Would you like to take a guess for two points, or would you like the main event? Mm, this is uh, rough. <laughs> yeah. I like it, but it is rough. I'm like, man, I've seen these matches. I know it's early. I just picked a random Starcade, but it could not be a Starcade. I'm trying to think of the different freaking show names. We've got Starcade. We've got... If it's a clash, I'm screwed because I don't know what number they took place in. I know. I'm like, um, is it a gab? Is it a gab? Could be a gab. I don't want to say. I don't think it's a gab. That means Great American Bash. Guys. Yeah. It's not a Halloween Havoc. I think. What are their other show called? Well, I'm not going to tell you the one that has my favorite logo, but I don't think it's that show. It's not a Wrestle War. It's not a Beach Blast. Uh, At this point, say... I don't think there has been a Beach Blast. I'm going to go Starcade 85. It's taking the guess of Starcade 85, and yeah. that is incorrect. Ah. The main event. Let's hear it. Was the Four Horsemen and War Machine. Oh, God. Versus the Road Warriors, Dusty Rhodes. Jesus. Nikita Koloff. Damn it. And Paul Ellering in a War Games match. These matches happened at. Great American Bash Great American 1987. Bash. Is that the Great American Bash? No, oh, yeah, because that's post the tour, or is that... Nope, it's still one of the tour videos. Oh, okay. Yeah. Damn. Was that the one where it was like the camera in the corner? No. Okay. That was 86. Okay, what year was this one? 87. 87. Because it was the one where... They, there was two War Games matches on this show. Uh, there was one at the beginning with the yeah. Horseman and Dylan, but Dylan got hurt, so they put War Machine, which was Big Bubba Rogers, Boss oh, Man. that's right. That was a rough one, man. No. I don't make them all easy for you. No. Gotta keep you honest. They can't all be Survivor Series for Shane. (laughs) He's like, I got this. Hey, that was a tough one, though. I know, yeah. Next week, King of the Ring 1993. First King. Of the Ring. Yeah. I'm excited uh, for that one. We love a good tournament in one night. Yeah, Yeah. I have yet to watch uh, this show, and I'm excited. Sometimes I'm a little ahead. You might right enjoy now. this one. I might. You may. All right. Some some stuff happens. And some matches go down. I'm into it. First people King win, of the Ring lose. Harley race. More people lose than win. True. <laughs> Music from this week's show is Sad But True by Metallica. as That's the ECW theme song. Sad But True. And Don Morocco won the main event, and his theme music was Blue Hawaii by Elvis Presley. What a what a, yeah. what a side-by-side. That is right. very good. That might be our best side-by-side we'll ever have. Wow. <laughs> Do we, uh... Two things that I moderately enjoy. Like, I like Metallica, but this is not... Like, my favorite Metallica is, like, the first four records, and after that, I don't really care. And then, you know, not a huge Presley fan, but I ain't mad at it. Do we know where uh, King of the Ring takes place from? King of the Ring comes from Ohio. Ohio. That's the name. Super weird. I wish I had it. Ohio. Dayton, Ohio. Um, it was from Dayton, Ohio. Yeah. Yes. It's a joke that I love. 
No Cincinnati chili, please. <laughs> that shit sucks. Okay. If you like this show or any of our other ones, and hopefully you like more of our other ones than this one, because... We, we, we've uh, we chatted had fun. up earlier. We had fun. Yeah. That's yeah. all that matters, is that we had fun. Please rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you find your podcasts at. You can always email us at wrestlinghistoryx at gmail.com. Any comments, concerns, questions, recipes... Like we said, we're going to Ohio yeah, next week. Let us know how you felt about this show. Exactly. Did, did you figure out the trivia question? Yeah, what's your, what's your favorite video game movie? Yeah, what's your favorite root beer? <laughs> we we talked cap. about a lot of things that you can... Are you a dad, a barker, about. an A&W? Mug? Mug, I forget about Mug. Shasta. Yeah, Mug has that great blue, red, yellow. It's just like so gross. A good can. But if you don't like email, you can always hit us up on Twitter at WrestlingHistoX. That's Wrestling H-I-S-T-O-X. And uh, one final note. Hey, Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. It's uh, 2021. What that means. And it's still 2020. If they, watch, if they listen to this on the yeah. day it comes out. Yeah, yeah, but whatever. Well, who knows? Yeah. This last one was a doozy. You if know. you're listening to us on the day it comes out, here's to tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. It sure as fuck can't get any worse. Right? <laughs> Better knock on some hey, wood. What a difference a day makes. <laughs> Just keep it moving. That's right. We'll talk to you next week. Later.